So we should be recording now. Um, so audio should be good. Uh, cool. Well, I'll do a little intro and then I can just introduce you and we can just go into it. Intro us. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to a, a brand new episode of Kyber Loves Movies. Once Fresh again, off the press. Yes, yes, I have a guest. It's not Tracy this time, but it is my good friend who has been on a couple episodes in the past of this podcast, Alexander Karras. How are you doing? Yes, I'm finally completing my trilogy on Kyber Loves Movies. I think you've been on a couple bit more times than two. No, I think I'm pretty sure it's just been two. I think, okay, well, I think it's been two solo episodes, but I, cons- I, I was going through the list and I think there's an episode really? on with like with like Sam or something, maybe? Maybe, maybe. Either sure. way, I'm considering this my Revenge of the Sith episode. Okay. okay. Best one yet. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, how you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, since the last time I was on, a lot has changed. A We're both living in different states. We're yeah. full-time jobs. And surprisingly, there's actually more time to do podcasts, which... I guess it makes sense. We're alone yeah. in our <laughs> apartments. So it it's a good way to be creative. So I've I've enjoyed it and um work is work is good. Yeah. Life is good. I've gotten back into hockey recently again. So been playing, getting up at five thirty in the morning to do that, but you know, that's I guess that's what growing up looks like. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot different. I remember the first time we recorded uh, f- together, we were actually in the same room doing that. We were. We were in your, your bedroom, yeah. like right next to each other. And now we're <laughs> across, literally across the country. Yeah. That's insane. Thanks to probably on better microphones. So I have know, the same microphone, but you, you have a better one. Okay. I have a better microphone and a little more practice. Both of us, both of us have a little more practice. And well, yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. Yeah, you've I don't been, know what you've been recently getting some mileage out of that microphone. You want to talk have. about it a little bit? Yeah, my pod shuffle is back again. This time with Sam Carruthers taking the the co-host side, and he's been fantastic helping edit. And by helping edit, I mean pretty much entirely edit the podcast, which was my least favorite part of podcasting. Yeah, but he enjoys it. So that's a, that must at least be a big, he does. That must be a big weight off you. That's it really it is. is. And I'm very thankful, but you know, we share in the creative and I do still want to help as much as I can. So, yeah, but yeah, we've done a, I think we're at 10 podcasts now for the new series, which I think just passed the last series that happened. So yeah, you guys are doing it weekly, right? We're doing it every Sunday, and the goal is to do an episode every Sunday for the year of 2023. So, so far, so good. So far, no misses. You're doing so far, no misses. We we have it planned out. We'll see if we'll see if it can. Yeah, we'll see if we can make it. Yeah, I mean, you you, from what I've heard is you have a really good plan. You have all the weeks at least kind of an idea, and so that that sounds really good. I for one. I, I talked to, to Sam about this a little bit, but I really loved the murder mystery episode. I oh, really liked thank that you. One that one because, was so fun to make. Because it was such an interesting, like, just unique concept with, like, 
uh, some of our fr- like friends or family or whatever being characters in it. And like, uh, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, we'll see. It went really well. It's our most popular video. So we're trying not to do anything twice. We're trying to do everything different each time, but that one might be when we come back to. See, this is see, I've told Sam, I this is why I both love and hate the idea of your podcast. And no, it's it's a love-hate relationship for me too. If you have something that you really like connect with and think is really gold, you're like, oh, but that's not the that's not the thing of the show. Whereas yeah. and so it's kind of but then if there's something that you like you don't like as much and it's like, oh that that was like a that was kind of a a bad a dud. A dud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it's like, oh well, next week it'll be a whole di- wholly different topic. Wholly exactly. Different yeah. It, keeping track on it is is important. And the hardest part, this is very applicable. So I'm excited I'm on this podcast again because we did the yeah. movies podcast. Now sorry you weren't there. Was, this is the early planning phases. We'll <laughs> have you on the next hurt. one next only year. A <laughs> but we did that one and said, okay, that went all right, but I have 10 ideas of how we could do it better. Yeah. And we can't use those 10 ideas of how to make it better. So lesson learned, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of like every year kind of, we, we had like you, you give it a year to like not repeat stuff and then maybe like over. Yeah. That's, that's a year is both a lot of time and not a lot of time. Yeah. So we'll see. Right now, the commitments we're on contract for ourselves to just do it this year. Yeah. But if we can, uh, if we think it's doable, we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. Nice. But enough about enough about my pod yeah, shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, on the topic of movies, because uh, obviously this is this being a movie podcast. Um, That's right. Not changing genres every week or every episode. Well, uh, changing the genre of movie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I had I had said at the end of our last episode that we were going to be doing a fantasy episode, like fantasy type oh. episode last uh, next Oops. time. And that's taking a little mm. more time than uh, the thing is. The thing is, next, next I, time. to really get into a deep conversation about something, both people kind of need to see it. Oh, yeah. And we Agreed. were, me and, me and Riker, me and Tracy were talking about uh, not only some films, but also some TV projects. Ooh. And, uh, some that he really liked, some that I really liked. And uh, that exponentially uh, just adds to the prep that needs to be done on both parties, on both sides. Uh, like watch two seasons of the show before an episode. That's, yeah. that's a lot of work. Yeah. And so that's why it's been taking a little bit longer. And uh, yeah, but uh, we did recently, the first, the first movie I wanted to talk with you uh, recently just came out. Uh, and I have very complicated and complex thoughts of this movie. Uh, and Ooh. I wanted to talk for, I wanted to first get your thoughts and then see if we can dive in, dive into whatever whatever we want. So uh, the movie I'm talking about uh, came out last week. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. The brand new movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The first movie of phase five of the MCU. Um, first, before we get into that, did you, have you seen the last two Ant-Man movies? 
I did watch both the last two Ant-Man movies. The first one, probably top 10 Marvel movie for me. Um, I, I went into it, it with there. zero expectations. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, it's close. Not, I say top 10 loosely, but it's above yeah. average, a good time. Loved it. It surpassed expectations. And that's my favorite type of Marvel movie. Yeah. Same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. I put those on similar levels just because I went in not knowing anything and then went out having a great time. Yeah. The second one, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's a hot take. It's controversial. <laughs> I think it's one of my least favorite. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's actually a good movie. Yeah. But I watched it and I remember in theaters I did I may have almost fallen asleep a few times during the movie. Oh wow. I I think it just wasn't for me. I don't think it was a bad movie. That's just my hot take. Yeah. Speaking of hot takes. And yeah. this last one, Ant-Man Quantumania, a completely different movie with yeah. maybe a few similar themes. Yeah. A few little bitty ones. Yeah. So, yeah, before we get too far into Quantumania, I, we'll get there. Don't don't you worry. I did want to kind of say uh ant-man totally agree i uh, that one's a really great one um it's it's one of the only mcu films that my mom actually like likes and will watch oh that's um, saying something if your mom and, likes an mcu movie they did something right i i know and so i i give ant-man and to that effect ant-man and the wasp all the credit in the world for creating experience that like one of my favorite MCU movies was like Civil War. And when trying to get my mom to watch that 30 minutes and she was like, yeah, I don't like this. I was like, oh. Do um, you think your mom likes it just because of Paul Rudd though? Paul, that's part of the reason. Okay. But she also kind of likes the, uh, she also kind of likes the grounded kind of real world kind of stuff. Right. And I on. enjoyed that about, yeah. In the first one, that, yeah, very real world. Yeah. And in this, this one, Quantumania. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then the then Animan and the Wasp, I I liked. Uh I think that one had a hard job coming after Infinity War. Uh because That's very true. Because I know if if you're if like I know I was just like, oh my gosh, after watching Infinity War, right. I don't want to see anything until Endgame. I just want to watch the next like continuation of that because it's just like that's that's a great point like you don't even know the status of some of our like fit like the heroes in it and so it's so and man of the wasp kind of and these, these movies do it's just it's 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 hard to really fit in between these big tentpole projects mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i recently i haven't watched and man of the wasp since the theaters and so i need to watch it again but i also watched, guilty of but doing i did that. watch the trailer recently and I know the trailer doesn't communicate the movie and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that I liked in the trailer. Like, oh my gosh, this movie was really fun and witty and lighthearted and had a good vibe to it. And and mm. I it made me want to see Ant-Man on the Wasp again. Just All right. I might I might take you up on that. Leslie loves both those movies. Yeah. Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm I think she's gonna watch it later this week and I'll cool. ask her as she thinks. Um, I wanted to talk about the trailer, though. You brought up the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. What did you think about the trailer for Quantum Mania? Um, if you saw it. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I I kind of am getting to the point where I don't want to watch these trailers anymore, but I kind of have yeah. To. Well, yeah. Like, I, I feel I gotta, like I have to watch. I feel like I have to watch these because because I'm I because I'm because I I'm. I can't get enough of them and I just want to right. like, see a glimpse of the next. Well, movie. they do such, I think Marvel does such a darn good job on their trailers, which maybe in yeah. the movie business is the most important thing you can do. Oh yeah. It's other than the, produce a good movie, right? Honestly, it doesn't even matter if you make a good movie, if you get most of your box office in the first week and right. you get all the people in with the trailer. So the trailer yeah. is important. And like somebody and they like kill me, it. yeah, and like somebody like me who watches all these movies and will go no matter what, no matter if I see a trailer or not. Uh, it's cool to see like glimpses of the movie and be like, oh, it increase that hype. But and I, I was thinking about this the other day, but after like kind of about the trailer stuff and the trailers for Endgame were. Perfect. I thought. You know, I didn't watch trailers for Endgame. I really tried to stay away yeah. from it. But like the trailers for Endgame had a lot of footage from the first 10, 15 minutes of the film. And so it was just teasing yeah. kind of like that. And they didn't really Good. hint at the plot and hint at whatever was going on. And so going to the movie, it was like I there was no scene I had seen before. There was yep. nothing I had. I was not spoiled in any way. And I think even before going to see Quantumania, there was expectations and things that I already had about the movie. Uh, right. And I'll talk, I'll probably talk about the trailer a little bit later on when we're discussing in more okay. of the movie. Okay. Um, but I thought the trailer was good. It was exciting. Um, but I thought it, I thought it, I thought it gave, I thought it, and that showed a little bit too much in some regards. It was very similar to the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer where mm. it gave you exactly how the problem happened and what you can expect. Yeah. Like almost scene for scene. Yeah. I, I agree. It gave too much. All trailers, pretty much all trailers do now. The yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy one is guilty of the same thing. But you know what they all have in common is a soundtrack or song that just slaps. Yeah. No, yeah. Elton John. That was stuck in my head. Like yeah. for weeks. I'm like, I'm hyped for this movie. I'm hyped. I got this Elton John song. Yeah. And then guess what? The song's not in the movie and the movie's going to let you down. If you're going in for a trailer, which is yeah. what I've set myself up for over and over again. The past like three Marvel movies, yeah, I think I think the the last three Marvel like since like No Way Home, and I thought I personally really liked the Eternals and Shang Chi. I think the last like kind of out of the movies since and yeah, I appreciate I think, that they were different. I appreciate that. Yeah, and you didn't know what to expect, and the trailers didn't give away everything. Perfect, yeah. love it, great job. Um, but okay, so yeah. What let's just start off with like what are your initial thoughts of the movie of Ant Man Quantumania mm. or Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? I thought Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania was a 
another copy and paste antagonist resolution with good theme of family and then and then yeah that was it i thought it was another good marvel movie yeah that's that's my first that's my one sentence thing with a lot of cgi that was decent yeah so i you know and there's a lot more complicated thoughts behind that but yeah if i just that's pretty much what i've been telling people when they ask me about ant-man i'm like that's another marvel movie it's good Entertained. What about you? Ooh, very, very complex thoughts of this. I was on a the theater experience was a roller coaster of emotions. After mm. the theater was a very roller coaster, just like a lot of a lot of thoughts. Um, what I was think, the theater reactions like? Was it a pretty packed theater? Was it? It was pretty packed. So I saw it Friday afternoon. I usually see it open night, but. Uh, it, there's a complex series of events that didn't uh, that w- that didn't lead to me going to see it Thursday night. Um, but so I saw it Friday afternoon after work, uh, and mm-hmm. it was pretty packed. It was packed. Um, it was pretty pretty mild. There were some laughs. Uh, I I did not. I was not a fan of the people sitting next to me. Uh, if I'm if oh, I'm honest, that hurts. That uh, hurts a movie. They, they they were kind of like not like disruptive and like not like in like they weren't disruptive in like bad ways or disrespectful ways but it was like something would happen and they would say like they would like scream out a couple words or like have comments and like kind of make those audible or more audible and um it it really a lot of times were they sitting right next to you they were they were right next to me oh i would have just taken my icy and just accidentally just (laughs) splash it on them um it it there was a lot of times when they were like just like saying comments out that were kind of that were involved with the movie but that were kind of disruptive and kind of just distracting and i just didn't like i get getting excited about something and like like kind of like oh like screaming or like being happy to see something happen oh yeah there 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 can be a there can be a good way of doing that and a bad way of doing that i feel like you need to read the theater in that case gotta read the theater that's it yeah because if you have a theater like the one of some of the best theater experiences i've been at is like something happens and the whole crowd like like Mm -hmm. reacts you know whether it's whether it's like one of my best and favorite theater experiences was The Last Jedi when like Ray kind of like takes a lightsaber in the throne room, cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, I mean, No Way Home. There were a lot of like cl- crowd reaction when I saw it. Um, yep. Uh, yep. You were there. I uh, so you. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, it was. And it, it was there's a good theater experience can boost a movie. Mm-hmm. A bad movie, good, whatever, and a bad theater experience can. I think it can always hurt. Yeah. Um, and so sadly, I think the theater experience for me really hurt this film because uh, it kept taking me out of the film uh, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, so I'll start that with the theater experience. It was cool seeing it, but it was a packed theater and sucks that the disruptive people were right next to me. Um, oh, well. But overall, um, I loved parts of this movie. I absolutely loved parts of this movie. 
there was there was parts of it that I really enjoyed and wanted more of, and then there's parts of it that I really did not like and that did not work for me. Hmm. Um. All I, right, moving on to the next movie, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I I I wanted to t- so I want to talk about. I might briefly mention the parts I don't like just because air of talking about it, um, but I do want to focus on parts I loved. Um, All right, so, quick fire the the sucky parts. Yeah, so the bad parts were, and this is this isn't this isn't the movie's fault. This kind of just uh, bad part was uh, something I didn't like of it was uh, because of the sci-fi nature and quantum realm stuff of this movie. Uh, it's it takes Ant Man, who a franchise that my mom really likes and enjoys and can see, into mm-hmm. I know she would not like this movie. Yep. And I had to be like, Hey, mom, you're not gonna like this movie. She's like, Oh, but I like Ant Man. No, you're not gonna like this movie. No, yeah, the Ant Man vibe is it's not in the gone. Movie. It's gone. It was there for the first ten minutes. Yeah, if even it was. Yeah, no, it was. You're right. It was there for I think, the first 10 I think minutes. The, I think the first 10 minutes, <laughs> I, I I should tell my mom, hey, you should watch the first 10 minutes of this movie and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Because the yeah, first 10 I minutes mean, was like, oh. The Scott, first 10 minutes like, and then the last like four like, minutes. Yeah. Perfect. La- those, those sections felt like an Ant-Man movie. Like, Actually, really could liked. probably get away with making a movie like right when they get sucked in and then right when they're out. Yeah. Just, just say, yeah, you you miss nothing, because in essence, here's here's one of my things I disliked about the movie was nothing really of consequence happened. Yeah, no growth really occurred, other than maybe uh, the mom character revealing a little more, but even then, the relationships didn't change. Yeah, the threat was neutralized, and I know that's setting up a big bad in the future, but. In this self-contained movie, I think it, there weren't any. Yeah, there wasn't a, a path. There wasn't a path forward. It was we know that Scott loves his daughter and his family. Yeah, and he's going to protect them, and he does. The end. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just kind of disappointing because, like, I knew that going in that my mom wouldn't like it, but I was like kind of hoping, like, oh, there'd be elements within the quantum realm stuff that she might like, like, or that I was hoping to report back, hey. You would like this movie. I didn't think you would like it, but I think you would like it. Um, but I can't say that. Uh, a few other, a few other things that just didn't work for me were um, the. So when uh, throughout the movie, you're like, oh, kind of. So Janet, uh, uh, Hope's mom, um, uh, Janet, yes, was knew what was going on the whole time. She knew what was going on and the audience and the characters in the movie did not know what's going on mm-hmm. for a, for a large majority of this movie. And uh, there was, there was like three or four scenes. That I was like, Hey, Janet, what's going on? She's like, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. And it's just yeah. as an audience member, I'm just like, please at least tell yeah. me what's going on. I don't care. Or, if, know. I or if, it's, if it's something that's, you're keeping it secret. There needs to be a really big reason of yeah. why. And the reveal of, oh, I just helped a random dude. I didn't really know who. Yeah. And then I did stop him. I it makes I think it makes no sense. 
Yeah. Why she's so secretive of it. I mean, every person's different, but for a movie standpoint, I don't get it. So I was also frustrated with that. I just felt like it was a way of leading the audience on to something that I already knew it was coming because I, yep. I knew like I, I know the, the plan or at least yeah. the plan up to this point. I know who the villain yeah. is of this movie and I just want to see him and get, cause I, cause getting into something I really loved. I loved Kang. I love, we Kang. love Kang. Love I, Kang. I love Jonathan majors in this role. Every Fantastic. minute, every minute he was on screen. I just loved it. I, I just want yep. to see more and more and more. And so it was yep. frustrating that we weren't getting that story until uh-huh. halfway through the movie. No, I'm with you. And even then, we didn't get a lot of it. I wanted I wanted to unpack it. And I know they're probably going to unpack it in the future, but I wanted more of it. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about that a little bit later. I think the main sure. other thing outside of the theater experience and the people, uh, the fact that it was super sci-fi, the fact that they were kind of leading us on, I think the the last part of the movie where it was just a giant kind of revolution and like attack on the base or whatever. Yeah, I got big uh, Star Wars, the last one vibes. Yeah, it just felt overplayed. And I don't often like it's it's so frustrating because I don't like thinking of this about movies when I'm seeing it. But I was just like, I don't care about like I. I don't care about these people and their plight to want to watch them revolt against Kang. If you know what I mean? Like, I didn't care about that part. Yeah. I mean, it was just a plot device to. Yeah. Save. Yeah. Save the heroes. I just, I just felt it was kind of unnecessary in the grand scheme of the movie. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. The quantum realm hasn't been built up at all. It's a brand new universe. Yeah. And we're watching, we watched in one movie, the fall, the resistance, the rise, and the revolution in little cutscenes here and there. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, I liked the characters of the quantum realm. I really liked uh, William Jackson Harper, who... Oh, love him in The Good I Place. Love- I, I yeah, I love him in the good place. He's also in a show called The Resort on Peacock. I haven't I haven't seen that one. It's really good. It's really good. I The Resort. It. It's really good. Um, okay. It's, it's him and Kristen Miliati, uh, who plays who's in a bunch of stuff, but most notably is oh. plays the mother on How I Met Your Mother. Um, it's a mystery comedy. Is that what this is? Yeah, it's with Debbie Ryan. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> sign me up yeah no it's good i i highly recommend it i watched it with my parents and it was a lot of fun okay yeah um but so i i was a big because i forgot that he was in it but his his character was so unimportant i yeah i agree i was just happy to see him (laughs) if i'm honest yeah i mean i would yeah it was it was good to see him um Honestly, those are like the big, big things that I didn't like. Um, but like I said, well, there's an elephant in the room of if I'm curious if you liked one thing or hated one thing. What is that? What's that? It's a big headed elephant. Modoc. Modoc. I didn't really know what Modoc was. I had yeah. heard of it before in Marvel, and I've seen like pictures in comics yeah, yeah. of this big headed 
thing. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, I've seen, that looks comedic. So I felt like it fit. I feel like it would fit in this movie. But what do you think? Mr. Modoc. Did you, did you like it or not? I, I was pretty neutral about it. Okay. I really didn't care. I don't have a uh, attachment to this character. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the arc of the character was rushed. At least he had an arc. Yeah. But yeah, it was rushed and a little unserious. Yeah. But at least at least it had a purpose. Yeah. And I call it it because it's very weird thing. <laughs> it's yeah. the old bumblebee guy quantumified into Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it, man. Just weird. Yeah, so I had forgotten that Modoc was a part of this movie before going to see it. Um, and so I, I mean, I've, I've seen Modoc in other regards, most notably, uh, at least most recognizable for me was the Avengers video game, um, that they made. Uh, he was, I saw that on TikTok. He looked pretty, he pretty cool. Like, yeah. He was kind of like the, the, the main villain, uh, and by the end of it, uh, and it was having to deal with like the organization of AIM, um. All this stuff. So there's 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 much more backstory that they like just didn't use in this movie, and it's a, just a totally different person in this film. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, what I'll say is I've liked how Modok is portrayed more in other media than this. Yeah, I think they they messed it up. I'm just reading a Wikipedia on what Modok is, and it says he was like a former arms dealers and futuristic weaponry trying to increase his intelligence like that sounds cool that makes sense why he's a big head and he'd be super smart and great at killing instead it's just an ex-villain but but i do understand the choice this is why i was neutral because in what universe would you want to have a cgi big-headed freak yeah, throw it in Ant-Man and make a cool connection. So I really am net neutral about yeah. Mr. Modoc. I think I think there's some good parts of it. I think there was Yeah, there and comedic was, too. Very comedic. The line uh and if if this is us this this has always been spoiler, but like near the end when he uh dies, when he says like am I, am I an Avenger now? That was very funny. That was that was that comedic. Bit, I laughed. I, really, I, really I laughed. That. I chuckled. Uh, I really like that part. Um, but but yeah, I I think Modoc was a. I I think I have a very neutral stance on as well. I didn't love. I didn't love him. I didn't hate him. I thought he was. He served. He served a purpose of like. Uh, of kind of like, hey, I got your message. Telling Cassie, like, hey, I got your message, and thank you for sending that out. Um, so I guess like story wise, it kind of made sense. It was cool to see, uh, Darren Cross again and, and see that character again. Uh, but I also just, I didn't, I didn't think it, I also didn't love it in that regard as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So Murdoch was pretty okay. I thought, um, but I, I do want to mention the stuff I really liked and loved about the movie. Yes. So first off, again, I loved like 
when I'm thinking about this movie, I loved, loved, loved the first 20 minutes of the film. I absolutely loved it. It felt like an Ant-Man movie. It you get you get a little bit you get a little bit of tease at the opening scene with Janet stuck in the quantum realm and she right. is like she is saved by a mysterious person uh played by Jonathan Majors. And then we shift back to San Francisco, kind of lighthearted, lighthearted vibe. Scott is is walking down the street, he goes to like a shop and then has it, it it feels a lot like, oh, okay, this is what we're getting into. And I, I had hope. I had really hope, like, oh my gosh, if this is like, if this keeps up, my mom will really like this movie because it feels like an Ant-Man movie. It's lighthearted. It's fun. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, you get to hear about, you. Uh, he shows, uh, there's, a, there's a little scene about him, like reading his book that he wrote, uh, Look Out for the Little Guy, which yep. is actually going to be a book and I'm going to get that book. Wait, what? They're actually releasing a book, that book. So some Marvel writer just got hired to write a book by Ant-Man? Yeah. And sell it for money? That's awesome. Yeah. That's an awesome gig. So like they And wrote, I will they, they I will not buy wrote, it, but I'm I'm glad you're excited to buy it. Yeah. I think they have an audiobook that'll probably be I they might have like recorded the whole audiobook by Paul Rudd. Oh Rett. man. What a what a marketing move. I just think also though think it could so be a good cool. book. Like it could be. that is that's cool. Like from a, a fictional world, writing a book that actually has meaning and substance. Yeah. Like I hope they don't I hope if they're gonna do this, I hope they'd be serious. Hope they uh write a decent book and don't just do a cash grab. Well, maybe I think it'll release later this year. So yeah, you have to you have to do out, a book uh, a book podcast and a little book review. So, on it. perfect. So yeah, excellent. Um, but no, so uh, he's reading his book, and and he also you gotta know about like kind of the relationship that he has with his her his daughter. Um, the fact that she wasn't like was in jail or holding for like shrinking a police car at a protest was really funny. And that had, was good. Like that had the whimsy of Ant Man. That had the whimsy yeah. and and lightheartedness that I loved about the first two Ant Man movies. Right. Um, I found it hard to believe sometimes that Cassie would just do that. But honestly, we had we don't know her for five years in the blip. So I just like, sure, yeah, she's a revolting teen. <clears throat> good for you. Yeah, I mean it, that's the nice thing about like the blip and and not seeing her for five, six, seven years because it's like she goes from being this little girl to like we don't know she's a teenager. Yeah, so. and that's the same thing with with Scott Lang. He's like I don't know you. I'm in like the new yeah. process of getting to know you and to be your father again. Yeah. Uh, so I like all that stuff. Um, and then yeah. Uh, and then kind of kind of what you had mentioned about like the last like five minutes of the movie. Of like again outside the quantum realm, uh, but this time after defeating King or whatever, the one of the coolest parts I thought was like he's just like walking down the street and he's like, then the voiceover comes over and he and mm-hmm. he starts saying like, did did we win? Did we actually beat him? Is and he starts like getting that existential dread coming up. It's like nah, never mind. No, everything's good. And then he's like, yeah, it's. I thought that was well executed and well. That was that's exactly that was a thought that he would have. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah. I really liked that. Um, I loved those parts of the movie. 
Um, and then I think the main other thing within the quantum realm that I really, like I said before, loved Kang, loved everything about Kang. Uh, Kang, 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 Kang. Major's performance, Jonathan Major's performance in this mm-hmm. film, like, did its bit, like, saved the film in so many They've ways. been hyping him up a lot. I was a little like, I, he better show up. Yeah. I think he, he showed up. I'm well, did sad. You, did you see Loki, the, that show? I did see Loki. I was obsessed with Loki. Loved the series. And the I end? thought. Yeah, go ahead. I thought, yeah, I thought the end was great. Yeah. He was very, I didn't know him. I'd never heard of Jonathan Majors before Loki. Yeah. Saw him, did some research. and was like, okay, so this guy. Let's see. He did fine in Loki. I don't think he did anything spectacular, but I was like, okay, this guy's legit. In this movie, he he stepped up a notch. But I will tell you, I'm really looking forward to Creed 3. Yeah. Because he's a big bad in that movie. I want to see what I want to see what he can bring because I freaking loved when (laughs) I mean, this is terrible, but I loved when he was beating up Ant-Man. Yeah. I just laying it down on him. I don't know what's wrong with me or what it means when you want to see your hero get beat up that bad, but I was like, I'm no, I'm I, here for this fighting. I honestly, I'm totally with you. I loved that part. I just like I loved watching I was, him. I almost wanted destroyed. to cheer. I almost wanted to cheer for Ant Man. I did like, too. What's wrong with us, man? <laughs> what's that say? I know um, the quotes like you. The best thing for a hero is like die fighting for something or for yeah. someone. And I was like, is that why I'm like liking this? Yeah, maybe, but also just watching a villain that we know is going to be a big bad. Yeah, just show his strength. That's that's exciting. It's like exciting. That was it shows all the tech that was without. That was just pure strength. Just beating yep. up Ant Man. Love it. That was good. Ten out of ten. And yeah. so, what else did you like about Kang? Um. Well, like I so I, that my my favorite Disney Plus show. Uh, was Loki like that? They yeah, put, I'd put it up there. Um, just be and and I really liked the finale when they introduce um, mm-hmm. he who remains uh, as he's called in that in that in that uh, show, and just kind of like him, just like that's like that episode lives or dies by Jonathan Major's performance mm-hmm. as that character, and it's just interesting yep. to like, and I've been wanting to have that that segment of that show come back uh, and have something to do with the MCU. Uh, And they, they were talking about variants in this film. They were talking about timelines. They were talking about all the stuff introduced in Loki. I really liked that. Um, But no, I mean, I, I just really liked how, how you, how you get information about Kang. Like you meet him and he's like, and Janet's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So we were, he was lost. I was lost. We were trying to work together. And then, um, like, he has a really powerful ship, so we're going to fix that. He'll get me home. And then they fix it, and then she touches the ship. And yep. I almost wish they would have, like, showed us more. I agree. I understand why they didn't. But when they showed us clips and she was realizing who he was, yeah, that was probably my first or second favorite moment of the movie was, yeah. like, this realization of, what have I done? Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think that moment, it, it was a lot of her like telling us what she saw, but I think mm-hmm. it would have been cool to like see exactly what she saw in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's a, a little, it's a little, oh, I wish they did that. It would have been so much better. Uh, but I really like that part and kind of like, just kind of like seeing the, the, the development of like kind of that situation. And she was able to go away and left these people to basically under the whim of this ultra powerful dude. Um, so I think that was an interesting, I think that was an interesting kind of development for Janet as a character, somebody who we hadn't, we haven't really gotten to know that well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But kind of like contradicts it with like, Oh yeah, I'm not going to tell you about this really powerful, super dangerous dude. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like we said like, earlier. The only reason this movie would work is if she didn't talk about Kang before this happened. Because yeah. if if she said, hey, by the way, Quantum Realm Rise, there's a really powerful dude who doesn't need to get out of this. Uh, and so we yeah. should not be. Agreed. So that's just a risk that you guys like need to know about. But then mm-hmm. like we have Cassie and Hank just being like, yeah, Quantum Realm's fun. Let's let's go explore it. Uh, yeah. I think they would have a lot less like this movie wouldn't happen if Janet just told her family, Hey, this happened. Nope. Nope. Um, no, we wouldn't. Which is just kind of, I mean, that's, that's how the story goes. That's in, that's the story, but yep. uh, I, I'm not a fan of like easy kind of just, I don't know. It's usually in movies that doesn't bother me for some reason. This movie, it did. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways. Oh, well. um, Yeah. Loved. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Jonathan Kang. Oh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Kang. Yes. Kang was powerful, had gravitas, had purpose. Yeah. They didn't fall into the trap of making everything he says a joke. I liked yeah, it. It, it. You really felt seriousness coming from him, and yeah. um, the a lot of a lot of like kind of his power was communicated, and I thought a, I thought it was a good, that was yeah. a good setup, and I want to see yeah. more. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I will say whenever you see a super powerful person, like when he was just moving Scott and Cassie around with like his powers, just like try and like break their bones or whatever. I was like, dang, this guy's super powerful. And whenever someone that powerful like is fighting them again and he doesn't do that same thing and there's like little little plot holes in his powers. Yeah. I get it. It's every Marvel movie has that struggle. Like, you know, you have Wanda Maximoff going against Captain America and it's even it's like, well, yeah. probably not, but for the sake of fighting, I'll Suspend my disbelief. Yeah. Um, I had one scene that I really did enjoy, um, but it's a little cheesy. So Which one? Um, it was the scene where Ant Man goes down super, super small, and then he starts splitting as identities. Oh yeah, yeah, in the time portal, like time yeah. storm or whatever. Right. Yeah. I thought that that was my favorite scene, even though it was a little like cheesy. How. It was done with uh, the Baskin Robbins guy. Just, <laughs> I I did think it was funny. There are and some stupid good, at the funny, exact same time. Yeah, 
there are some good funny parts of this movie. Yeah. So, but I really enjoyed the moment when, like the analogy, not the analogy, the symbol or whatever of Scott becoming literally an ant, where like he's so small and insignificant as his own, but a lot of him or just like a mass of his passion and his desire to save Cassie, like that was just one purpose. Yeah. And then how it like had an ants like colony structure lift him to the center. I was like, that is, that's probably the most moving part for film was that, but that wasn't really the story. So yeah, that's the most Ant-Man part of the quantum realm. Right. Yeah. Which is why I enjoyed it. Cause it's like Modoc was like saying like, Oh, you're, you're going to like, good luck. You're going to die probably. Um, Right. Like everyone else. And like when, when he like did it and got out, he was Modoc was like, how are you not dead? Or how, how did you do that? And it's like, yeah. And like, that just shows you kind of the, the special, like why Ant-Man is like, why Scott Lang, why, why he is Ant-Man and why he's like, able to do stuff is because he has a his passion for like his daughter and like wanting to rescue his daughter was was strong and and really drove him yep and that strong agree the other ants like thing was when the when pym hank pym is that it yeah he had like his army of ants and they were like the the final straw that defeated people also very stupid very cheesy but again proved a point and very similar to like like Ant Man, OG Ant Man. Yeah, I liked it. I even though I agree very much with that because when when there was like when when in that whole final part of the movie when like Ant Man is big and going out and then all the people are all the people of the of the of the quantum realm are attacking. I was like, I don't really care. This kind of sucks. Right. But when when Kang is there against the heroes and then Hank just kind of walks up like a boss, it's like right. and brings up his ant army. Like the, the 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 logic for like the ants to come and like why they're so powerful, or whatever. Right. It's kind of just like this happened, cool. But yeah. that scene was really cool. It just like watching right. all the ants invade. That was super yep. cool. And I really liked that. And that again, it that fit more with the themes of Ant-Man and when, like yep. felt like felt like yeah. part of the trilogy in in a way and like an escalation of kind of the powers of Ant-Man. Yep. So I, I agree. Okay, I have I one last question for you. Okay. Um in the end, Kang is still alive. The ants don't kill him, which I'm glad they didn't go that route. Yeah. He has one last fight with Ant-Man and what ends up basically defeating Kang was i mean in my opinion was just that hope came back into the quantum realm yeah right and helped and shot him right yeah that sealed the deal kang you're gone yeah that was fine right you agree that's fine i thought it was okay i it's okay it's okay i (laughs) i don't know why i love paul rudd as ant-man i don't want him to die i wanted him to just die so that's that's my question. I don't know if I wanted him to die per se. I mean, there were parts when he was getting beat up. I was like, okay, I think this is how they're going, and I'm fine with this. Like I that's was, a that's a route, Marvel. Do it. 
I thought they were gonna kill him when he went. Like I thought, yeah. I thought he was gonna sacrifice himself. Uh, yep, and then they both would have stayed there. And they both, either they both would have stayed there, or King would have killed them. And in doing so, like, or he like, so he has the line like, "I don't have to win; you just have to lose." Uh, we just both have to lose. We just both yeah. have to lose. Which I thought was such a good line, but it's in and the then trailer. he just won. <laughs> but but that line is in the trailer. Yes, I know. And I Ugh. hate that. Like I mentioned earlier, how like I would be like if they didn't if they didn't have that line in the trailer, I thought the trailer would be so much better. I know. Either way, they went the route of yeah. Hope came back. Mm-hmm. She won it. Do you think it would have been a better ending if they just would have been stuck in the quantum realm again? Mm. Because how how they got... I liked the ending. I did like the ending of them being reconciled, but I think they just... I think the one problem with the ending was that they just... Kang should have been defeated some other way. Like, some... I don't know. I just didn't like, oh, Hope came back and took a few shots at him and that was it. You know, I was like... Ah, overall, I, this is way, why we have conflicted emotions. Oh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know because I don't know what they're planning. I don't know what they're planning yeah, for Kang as a character true. because I thought, like, I, I hope that they don't just drop, like, he, like, this, this, this Kang was saying, like, oh, I have to be, I'm the one to defeat the other Kings. And if I'm not there, you're screwed. Like I'm yeah. the one who has to, and then he was at the end. He was like, "Did we just, did we just do ourselves? Do ourselves?" <laughs> yeah, I liked. See, I, and I liked that part. I liked. I think I like the ending and kind of Scott's and her thoughts too much to say like, "Oh, I wish he died," or kind of like, "I okay. wish they stayed in the quantum realm." Um, it. <sighs> it's so hard. I I really don't know what. All right, we'll find out in Ant Man four. Yeah. I honestly don't know because I thought until like they, they just kind of reopened the portal again. I thought that hope and, and hang or hope and Scott were going to be stuck there. Yeah. And the next, and like, that would be the, the ending of the movie of like, Oh, we like, we have to get them back somehow. Well, like, how do we get them back? Um, and I thought, well, but, and I thought before that, before hope jumped in and saved Scott, I thought, oh, King's going to kill Scott, but King's not going to get out. And so Scott yep. in, like, I thought that would be a powerful scene of, like, Scott, like, once his daughter's out and King's about to jump through, he he stops him, somehow closes the portal and, like, destroys it and doesn't prevent it from ever being opening again. And then King just, in frustration, just, okay, and then just starts beating on Scott and just kills him. Um, pretty dark though. That's pretty dark. That would be pretty dark, but I thought it would be a good sacrifice. Yeah, but this is the start of a new phase. Yeah. So I get it. Play it safe. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good. That's a good. So, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of different ways they could have gone, and it's hard to end stuff. It's really hard to like end a movie or end a show. It's it's yeah. just like you're you're can't make everyone happy. You're picking a route to end it on. And that route basically will lead to other stories being told. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, before we kind of end this conversation, conversation, I did want to just ask like kind of what you thought of like quantum realm itself, the sci-fi elements of it. Um, oh. 
I thought it was I thought it was solid. Um, I thought the the backgrounds were yeah standard. I don't know. I didn't I didn't think anything too. I I, I really honestly don't have any opinion about it. I yeah. thought it was just a setting. I don't think the setting did a lot other than place you in a different mindset and a different mood in a kind of different ant-man type of movie so yeah i really don't have much thoughts about it yeah no i agree i think there's i if we never go back to the quantum room again i really don't care i agree with you um which is sad because i thought this was going to be like a setup for like oh quantum's like kind of important but really it's so right now it's really it was really just like a prison that's kind of the vibe I got. It was like it's a prison for Kang, and that's, and it also has this huge civilization that we're supposed to care about. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Uh, so overall, I think it was there's parts I loved, parts I didn't like. Yep. Um, but I'm yeah. glad we got to talk about talk about it. I am too, and also I do want to say that it took me until the end credits. To figure out Quantum Mania title, like the the joke in the Quantum Mania title. What is it? That Quantum Mania has Ant Man in it. Oh. Oh, you just realized this too. Isn't it beautiful? Because at the end credit, they had Ant Man and then it just combined and created Quantum Mania. And I was like, oh. Ant Man? Quantum Mania? Oh my goodness. Marketing genius. I never saw it before, though. So, oh, audience, you know, that. you see it now. Interesting. It's amazing. Best part of the movie. Yeah, because you have qua- like quant, uh, like qua, uh, like the Q, yep. and then Q U A N T ant U M A N man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's all I had on Quantum Mania. Is that is that wrap up our Marvel discussion? Uh, I mean, it could, yeah. I I guess, do you have any um, recent movies or movies in general that you would want to just mention? Recent movies? Um, I I just can't. I honestly, I'm looking through the best of 2022 right now. Yeah. Now, movies I haven't seen. I'll I'll start with movies I haven't seen, but I want to. Uh, the whale looked interesting. I haven't seen Babylon. That. I that. Babylon. Babylon. I know you good. watched that. Yeah, I know that's that's on my list. Uh, I did watch everything, all the time. Everything, everything everywhere, all the time, all at once. Yeah, everything. Everything everywhere, everywhere all, all, at, all once. at once. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it I, might it's a, it's nominated for best picture. Nominated for best picture. In my podcast, you know that Puss in Boots has such a. Oh. Such a sweet, sweet spot in my I heart. Haven't, I I'm, haven't talked about the new Puss in Boots yet on this. I will gladly. We I know we advocate ta- for I know, Puss in Boots. I know we've talked about it off air a little bit, but and give I, the audience what they want. Audience, they want I'm Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Audience, discussion. I was just waiting for the chance, the opportunity mm. to to say how much of a marvel and how much of an amazing honestly life-changing experience that person boots the last wish was exactly it was 
amazing. Amazing. I'm amazing. literally my Discord profile picture right now. Yeah. Is Mr. Senor Puss in Boots. <laughs> Just because yeah, I did take it on as my identity for probably yeah. a month or two. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, there's actually so much I can talk about this on the topic because not only did I watch Person Boots like a couple weeks ago, but last week I watched the first two Shrek films. Oh wow. So you've done you've done some backwards reconnaissance. So this this mostly sprouted because I, I got into a debate with Riker after we start uh after we stopped recording last time um on because we were talking about like uh Sleeping Beauty as a movie we talked about. We were talking about like movies like Bolt and um uh and Kung Fu Panda, uh which oh. Kung Fu Panda is a DreamWorks film. Uh Kung Fu Panda four coming out, right? Really? No. I'm pretty sure, man. No. Let's see. You're Sets 2024 kidding. release date. Now, this could be lies, but I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen a lot. Okay. I actually don't know. I don't know. I thought I saw it. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I, if I'm wrong, I'm really sorry. Oh, maybe not. Oh, gosh. I'm terrible. This says... Okay, there's two different articles that say different things. Yeah. I don't know anymore. There was a bunch of Kung Fu Panda live telephone. I've seen rumors of a there's Toy an Story IMDb 5. page on it. That's a good sign, right? There's a Variety article that says it's announced such 20 I believe it. release date. I, I believe it's coming. Variety is pretty, pretty reputable. All right. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first. Kung Fu Panda 4. Also, Toy Story 5. Toy Story Five is coming, yeah. I, ah, but anyways, stop, <laughs> stop. Anyways, back to back to the masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I was in a, I got into a little. Uh, well, I think Riker asked me this, if I like, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask the same thing to you. Uh, what do you think is better, Shrek One or Shrek Two? Oh, that's a great question. Who? I mean, they're just different mooded stories yeah. because the first one's a origin story, a beautiful romance. Yeah. And the second one is a fun adventure action movie. Yeah. What would I rather watch? The fun adventure action movie. That's just the okay. type of type of person I am. I'll go with Shrek 2. Okay. But I haven't seen either in a while. Yeah. So, you know, it might be worth going back and uh, revisiting both of those again. Uh, so, yeah, both are <laughs> really good movies. Really good yeah. in different yeah. ways. The, the experience re-watching Shrek 1 for the first time, like for, it's been a while since I've seen it. Right. But that movie has just so much nostalgia and so much, there's, there's lines that are just so iconic in that movie. Uh, yeah. like Donkey saying, and in the morning we're making waffles. Uh, it's <laughs> yep. just that that is that is that is. There's so many parts of that movie that are just like, I that are really good. Um, yeah, good quality. But the, yeah, so I think if I had to choose, if I had, if somebody's like pulling my leg, if I had to choose, I'd probably choose Shrek One. But Shrek Two is really good. 
It's really good. It introduces Far, Far Away. It has more of like the kind of interesting takes on fairy tale characters and kind of like building up uh, to yeah. that. Um, kind of like just goes goes to another level, kind of uh, expanding the lore of this universe in a way. Um, yep. I'll, and, I'll watch both. That's <laughs> Yeah. Um, and... But yeah, and the Shrek 2 has the wonderful part of introducing Puss in Boots, which... You know, I don't know if I... This is this is interesting. I haven't watched... Like I said, I haven't watched Shrek yeah. 2 in a while, Shrek 3, Shrek 4, or even... I've never even seen the first Puss in Boots movie. Okay, okay. So... My Puss in Boots love was very low going into this movie, which oh, says okay. volumes about how good this movie yeah. was. Yeah. Because I was not attached to this character. I don't care about this character that much. Yeah. But as a standalone movie, Puss in Boots is a great standalone movie. Yes. Yes. Puss in Boots is a great. Uh, the Last Wish. Sorry. Yes. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is wonderful. Uh, I've seen. All the Shrek films, I've seen all the, uh, and then I saw the first person boots movie. So, uh, but I honestly, I, the thing is about this movie is I didn't really care. I didn't really care about the new person boots movie. Um, like when it came out. Yeah. I didn't care about it. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, Oh, "Oh, just another animated movie, which I love animated movies, but I was like, yeah, it's just another person boots movie. I don't really. And the marketing wasn't great. I didn't see a trailer for it. Really. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't know what the movie was about. I didn't really. I didn't really hear about it. I was like, "Oh, okay, there's a new." And well, then, here's the thing: the only reason I watched it was because yeah. TikTok was blowing up about it, and I was like, "Oh, all right, I'll give it a shot." Like everyone's saying, it's this great movie. It's probably a meme, like Minions Two yeah. or whatever. But no, I was so wrong. Yeah, and so. So you guys were actually like talking about it for your movie podcast. Uh, yes. At the beginning of the year. Uh, yes. We want, we should have dedicated the whole episode to it, but you should, have. we thought, we thought it was a good idea to do five movies in one episode, which was one of those lessons learned. Yeah. Don't do that. I but think, you know, when you only have one episode to do movies, you, you go yeah. all out. I think it really depends on how deep you want to get into movies in general. Yes. I thought, I like as a listener to that episode, I thought you guys did a good job of like kind of giving some good thoughts on the movies that you talked about. So thank uh, you. There's that. Uh, but person boots, the last wish I I'll talk about it a little bit. I, I versus Ant-Man. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't want to spoil it for you. I want so much to talk spoilers with about this movie, uh, but maybe, maybe another episode because I just want to talk about how, but basically the movie is about, Puss in Boots. Uh, he's an he's an outlaw, uh, and he uh, a legend. And he has to. So he has a cat who has nine lives. Uh, but what happens when he's on his last life? Uh, what what goes through his head? What 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 does he? So it, it it's a lot of like it's a lot of interesting kind of like developments for the character, um, and it's also just really fun fairy tale. Char- yep. takes on some characters um there's a lot of various different villains in it um uh you you said you 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 and dipper and sam had both said like how there's like three different villains 
I I would disagree on that. Some characters aren't villains that that you said that they were. Um, you know, there's. Let's just say, there's one villain. Absolutely one villain. There's one clear villain. One clear villain, and then everyone else is a vessel for beauty yes. and the human experience. I love, I love that. Can this, we clarify which one you think is the true villain, just so we're on the same page? The um, what's his name? Um, the like. Yeah, we're on the same page. Big yeah, thumb guy. The big thumb. John Mulaney's character. John yeah. Mulaney. Yeah, he he's which I loved his character. I love that character and and some of the. Some of the, yeah. I, I just remember having so much joy watching that movie. Yeah. I mean, I watched it twice. I'll watch I'm it a third time. I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again. I think it's you coming do. out. I think it's coming out on um, Blu-ray. It I is. Know. I can't believe Blu-ray is still a thing. I Do you not still get physical movies at all? No, but I'm really glad that you do. And I hope that one day when you have a house of your own, you yeah. just have an entire wall of discs. Yeah. That's, That'll that's make me goal. happy. That's, that's good. Goal. You should Books do that. And, and then like discs. rank them. Rank them like <laughs> top to best and like have like a special case for like the top five movies. Yeah. Oh, that's that's my so suggestion good. to you. Yeah. I don't have, I don't know if I'm going to have that many because I've definitely slowed down on getting them. Yeah. I only get, right now I'm only getting movies that like I either want to see again or like want to like own or like really yeah. love. No, that's good. That's I think that's what you should do. So, um, and then just have a really nice, nice area because my aunt's and uncle's house had a like a special DVD section, and yeah. as a kid, I would just be like, "Whoa! Like, <laughs> look at all this beautiful, so, masterful entertainment." My uh, so my my nana, my my dad's mom, yeah, uh, would would basically buy every like new release. Uh huh. On DVD. Wow. So she had good or bad. Good or bad. She had like <laughs> she had like three, four, five bookshelves worth alphabetical. Wow. Alphabetized. That's wild. Discs. I oh, go over man. there now, and she still has like two bookshelves full of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she even had like for a bit of period of time, she even had a way of like renting. So for our family, she like had a system of like renting out movies to us. Oh, she have her own like check in, check out form. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's and, hilarious. Uh, one of the movies that I I think I checked out or like I wanted to see was the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh-huh. I never returned it. <laughs> you monster! <laughs> uh, so I still awesome. I still have that in my in my room to this day. Oh, you still have you didn't lose it. You just stole it. That's all. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. I don't, oh, lose, I don't lose stuff easily, especially if it's like movies and whatever. Right, and so you don't buy your own because you just have that one, that one flex. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but now I have it. I think I have the digital copy. Like I got the digital copy from that disc as well. So, oh, okay. Nice. Uh, that's nice. I like watching movies like the digital, like on planes and stuff. So. Um. But yeah. So. I don't. Again, I don't want to talk too much spoilers about Puss in Boots, but Puss in Boots The Last Wish, everybody I've talked to, whether I know them or not, like, I just mention it because it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wouldn't have watched it without you guys covering it because Dipper or, or Sam said how much how good it was. 
And that inspired me to actually see it. Spread the word. So I'm I'm literally, I'm spreading the word as much as I can. I've waited on this podcast. I I haven't recorded a podcast since I've seen it. But whatever you're doing right now, it's not as important as seeing this movie. Drop it all. Just drop it. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this and you're at work, leave and go see Post Boots. Yep. Get your Blu-ray DVD player. I promise it it's there. worth it. I promise it's worth it. Young or old. It's so good. Yep. It's just so good. Yep. Praise. Oh, Preach. I, I'm almost concerned. And this is probably the last thing I'll say before we, we end. But I'm concerned about seeing other movies now after that movie. Because. Oh, man. It's a high bar. Well, because <laughs> I walked out of that movie and was just so happy and so I had such yeah. a good time. It's one of the best times I've had in a movie for a while. I, I was, I like a few weeks ago, I was saying for like a couple of years, I don't even know how long I'd have to like go down, go up a list of movies I've seen in the last five, five, six years and like try to rank them against this movie to find a movie mm-hmm. I like better. Dang. That's because saying something. I can't, I, I can't really fault this movie in any way. And a I plus, just, a plus rating. I don't, it's just, it's it, it, walking out of the theater was one of the best, like just times I've had in a while. And I just, it was, I laughed a lot. It was a really funny movie. Yeah. There'll never be anything like it. No, I don't think. No. Yeah. I, I'm realizing I'm hyping this movie up way too much. Um, but which, which is part of the trend, you know, sometimes yeah. those movies, you just got to, embrace how much you you know it's is is it really the best movie of 2022 no it's not i think it is is it well i mean i would do too but the academy awards didn't think so yeah well what do they know what exactly the real experts are here right now yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah so last time i'll say it please watch person boots last witch it's really good Please do it. Please. Please, please, please. Please. With cute cat and dog eyes, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, I... Honestly, we could probably stay here for hours upon hours, and I'm probably planning on having you on many more times. Movies uh, upon movies. There's so many stuff to talk about. Like, you, like we, we sent, you, you sent me a list of stuff that we could talk about. I'm like... I mean, I've talked about some of them, but like I'll talk like like one one thing you mentioned was a quiet place, the quiet place movies. And like I've mentioned how much I love the first one, but I haven't gotten to talk about the second one because we haven't done because I haven't done a podcast since the second one came out. So, yep, yep. uh, yeah, there's a lot of movies that we can talk about, but I think um, uh, I think we've gotten. But yeah, I think I think we will we'll leave it at there for today. Um, yeah, no, we will. We will. We will come back. We'll be back with more. Yeah. There's definitely a, a, a structure, a difference in structure from this podcast to my pod shuffle. You guys have a good, like, you guys seem to have a good, like, structure every week. Say that. There's, yeah. Sometimes structure is good, and sometimes structure can you know, hinder more 
authentic and real conversation and it can yeah. you know but when you're listening to a podcast you and i'm gonna get this more behind the scenes kind of things yeah you don't know what's planned what's not yeah. um it's and that's cool it's it's a it's a type of art yeah. and then there's the more discussion ones where it's more of just listening and, and seeing someone's deeper mind but uh it just depends next week yeah we're doing a book study uh recording uh next week uh so that'll be fun we read cool. brave new world have you ever seen that movie brave new world or read the book you just said you you just said we read a book and then asked me about the movie uh I don't yeah it's it's a they did a movie like it's an older older yeah. one i just I, wasn't sure I, have not, I, haven't, I haven't seen the movie or read the book but i've heard of it well if I'm back on this podcast, maybe I'll just watch the movie. And okay. 1998, super old. Honestly, I probably won't because the book was super whack. But it's... Yeah. Whew. Anyways. Sweet. Enough about that. This was fun, Kyber. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit, but can you tell the audience where to find My Pod Shuffle? Yes. My Pod Shuffle, the show where every week is a different experience and a different genre releases every Sunday of 2023 and it's on Spotify and Apple podcasts under the names, Alexander Karras and Samuel Carruthers. We'll see you there. Awesome. Dun, dun, dun. Great. Thanks for the plug. Yeah. I look forward to more of those of more weeks of my pod shuffle. Yes. (laughs) Forever and onward. (laughs) And I look forward. I'm glad you started this up again. And, uh, yeah, this is this is cool. We got to get more of our friends to join the podcast yeah. nation. I think it's a good thing to do. Most people say they can start a pod. Like if you're tackling with your friends, like, oh, I could do a podcast. Yeah. And I know I'm being a hypocrite by saying find something that you love and then just create a podcast on it because yeah. mine doesn't have a structure in that sense. But, but you love a it's lot doable. Of I love a lot of things. So it kind of works out. Yeah, I almost wish I could do a variety thing like that. I mean, I could. I could definitely be like but No, but then but then you do you'd be like, oh, I want to talk about movies again. So that's awesome. And this is why this podcast is fantastic and a pleasure to be on. Great. That's I love having you on every every time that we Awesome, started. dude. Uh cool. Well, uh audience, thank you for listening. Uh as always. Uh, I think we still have an email, uh, Kyra loves movies pod at gmail.com <laughs> or something along those lines. Uh, it'll be in probably some description of whatever. Uh, and then there's an Instagram as well at Kyra loves movies. If you want to DM us, uh, if there's a movie you want us to talk about in the future, let us know, uh, or don't, I really don't care. I'll come up with something to talk about anyways. Um, but Big thanks again to Alex uh, for joining the podcast. And anytime. And with that, uh, we'll close. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Aw, you too.